everybody, and welcome to Leadership on Mission. I am your host, Chad Williams. I'm lead pastor at Highview Church here in the Atlanta metro area. I am joined by the one and only Tyler Sweat. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey there, everybody. How's uh, how's it going? Man, it's been a good day so far. It has. It's been a very yeah, productive it's, it's day. Been, it's been a really, really good day today. Uh, today, we're going to talk about identifying leaders on the podcast, and uh, it's a topic that comes up a lot. Uh, among uh, leaders. I've never talked to a leader, whether it be, doesn't matter if it's a church planter, doesn't matter if it's someone in the business world who's not always looking for more leaders. Yeah. And so it's a very common thing. Uh, Tyler is our pastor of connection and community uh, at Highview Church. And so, one, I mean, one of you, the roles you you deal with all the time is that of leadership identifier, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's accurate, especially for the, the ministry world. That's, that's kind of where everyone's looking for people. People are, you know, right. we're looking for people to jump in our ministries. And with, with groups, you know, I'm looking for group leaders and I'm wanting those group leaders to identify people within their groups who can take on different roles or tasks and step into, um, maybe it's not a role uh, or a title, but it's just a step up into leadership. And so I'm trying to help the leaders that I've identified right. identify other leaders within their groups. So it yeah. really it kind of becomes a, a, you know quite the the conundrum when you're trying to identify who's... Who's ready? Who's, who needs sure. to step up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a it's a very, very common uh, challenge that yeah. we all face as leaders, looking for more leaders. It's it's a necessity, particularly if you're in any type of growing leadership context. Yeah. So if you're in a growing ministry, um, you're going to be looking for more leaders constantly. Right. Right. Um, it, there's, there's always this lag, too, between mm-hmm. the demand for leaders and the amount of leaders. Oh, yeah. So, so as uh, a ministry grows, as a business uh, takes off, whatever it is, um, you're gonna have you're gonna have that challenge. You're gonna have that lag between the amount of leaders you need, yeah. and the amount of leaders who've already emerged. Yeah, you're gonna if, have that gap. If my job, you know, if if our group's ministry is growing, you're not gonna be. We're not gonna be able to just settle with. Oh, we have good leaders. Right. That's caused oh, us to grow. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So we can just stay with it. No, we need more leaders because we need more groups. Right. And yeah. So it's always a it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. When you when <laughs> when when you say when you say I need more leaders uh, in your organization on your team whatever. Yeah. You're saying a lot. You're saying that the 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 focus. Of of whatever it is you're doing, the 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 impetus of whatever it is you're doing, yeah. Um, wh- whatever organization you're leading, whatever team you're leading, that that there's some type of growth there happening, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, organic or wh- whatever. It, there's some type, whether it's expansion through some, there's something demanding more leaders. Yeah, and and that's a that's a critical element of of health a lot of times in, a, in an organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a good thing, is my point. It's yeah. a it's a good thing to need more leaders. It's not a bad thing. Right. Uh, right. I, I think a lot of leaders freak out a little bit. Because, ah, I need uh, 10 more group leaders. Ah, I need, yeah. I need uh, how am I going to get all these youth volunteers it, you know, leading, <laughs> whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's a sign of growth and health. And, 100%. Yeah. If you didn't need more leaders, you're probably declining. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was telling a, a, a church planner, a uh, friend of mine who's who's in year two, I believe, right now, uh, and we we're just talking about about the kind of the unique demands of of leadership and where he's at and what's going on, mm-hmm. and, and he said, you know, the, as a church growing, I just the, the, I never have enough leaders, and I, and I told him, I said, look, get comfortable with that, yeah, like get get okay with always needing more leaders. 
Um, now, there's a challenge that, that kind of arises when d- there's a demand for leaders. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing that, that happens when you get really busy in life. And, mm. and I've used this example before. Uh, when you get really, really busy with your schedule, people tend to eat poorly. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like, okay, you're always on the road. You're always on yeah. the go. Yeah. You know, you, you're, you're, you're not at home for the, the home-cooked meal a lot right, right now, this right. season, whatever it is. And and you start eating poorly. Yeah. So you're going through a lot of drive throughs You're just kind of grabbing whatever. Why? Because you have an immediate need. You're hungry, and it's convenient. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think a lot of leaders put other leaders in position the same way. Mm. They have an immediate need. Yeah. They have a they have a, a some some type of pressing thing that they're feeling, some type of tension they're feeling, and they just grab somebody and go, mm, you're gonna lead this yeah. thing. You, you grab a fast food leader. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. th- that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean that's I mean it's someone who it's a little some, greasy. A little <laughs> not good for you. Not good for you. At all. No. Um it, but but there's because there's a there's yeah. a need. There's yeah. a there's a demand. Mm-hmm. And you need to you need to fix it, right? You know, you need to address it immediately. You feel like, and and man, we got to have somebody for this. Yeah. And you wind up putting someone in a position that they probably never should have been in. And mm-hmm. I don't know a leader who's never done that. I've certainly yeah. done that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've done that in various capacities. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I think it's because you know we're so. Uh, you, you said it rightly, I think. We're so we get in a place where we need it. It's an immediate need. Right. And and we just see availability. Oh, 100%. And that's like, oh, they're available. Fantastic. So I'll put you in there. Like, it is a it is a qualification, but it's not the only qualification. No, like availability uh, and uh, even willingness Yeah, yeah. Uh, to do it um, mm-hmm. should never trump character and competency Yeah, when you're looking to place people in leadership right. positions. It just shouldn't. It'll burn you eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and removing a fallen leader, one that's, you know, just... just Crippling a team or or a church or organization is a brutal brutal yeah. thing. So yeah. uh, it's 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 always a lot more work on the back end. Same way with eating fast food every day. Right? Like it's the oh, same yeah. concept. You're going to yeah. pay for it. Right. Just a matter of when. You aren't going to pay true. for it right now. Yeah. Um, but you're going to pay for it over the long haul. And so uh, with all that said, there is a tension that we all feel if if you're in a a place where. Uh, growth is happening. Mm-hmm. Good things are happening. You're going to need more leaders. Be cool with that. Also, have a plan and have a have a have a paradigm mm-hmm. for the type of leaders you're looking for. In other words, uh, have a way to identify leaders that you stick to. Uh, and it's 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 typically um, harder to stick to it than it is to start it, like is anything mm. else. But generally speaking, we want to today uh, talk about some of those uh, things to look for uh, when we're identifying leaders. So, right, let's, let's do this. You do Great, this? yeah. So we have uh, here today four steps, four qualifications, four identifying markers yeah, for that's a good uh, way leaders it. that we want to to equip and raise up into these positions and quickly just to list these and we'll go through each one individually first. We'll put them in the podcast notes too. Yeah. So I, you have, of course. Uh, number one, we look for faithfulness Two, fellowship three that they are followed and four that they have followed through. Tyler, Tyler called me out for this very Baptist. Oh yeah. List. <laughs> it's alliterated and uh, the whole nine. Absolutely. The four F's of identifying Leaders. Four Fs. 
So, uh, yeah, let's let's walk ourselves through these. Um, we start uh, at the it's at the character level mm-hmm. and it's faithfulness. Yeah, uh, leadership begins with faithfulness. Right. Uh, so, when you're looking for a leader, um, there is no point in looking for really, really gifted, really, really talented people who are never there. Yeah, they show they show they're they're, they're never there. There there's very little there's very little dependability there. Um, they they just aren't faithful with small responsibilities, and so uh, typically, uh, if you're not seeing that, yeah, you're 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 barking up the wrong tree. You're looking in the wrong place uh, for that lead. So it, it's got to start with a personal integrity. There's just a faithfulness about this individual. Yeah, a, a, a trustworthiness it would be another way to put it. Same thing. Um, it, it, from a church perspective, from a from a ministry perspective, um, if they don't have a robust personal walk with Jesus, like why mm-hmm. would you ever want them leading anyone else? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's I mean, it's, it's in some ways a kind of an obvious uh, starting point, mm-hmm. but it's it's also the easy, at least I've seen it be the easiest to skip over. Right. Yeah, and that's the question I was going to ask you next. Like when you're looking at uh, raising up a leader, just you personally, Chad, w- would you say that you know somebody that has you know does seventy percent quality work, yeah. but is ninety five percent in their faithfulness? Um, would you would you choose that person over somebody that does ninety five percent quality work and maybe has fifty percent faithfulness? Uh, for a leadership position right now, yes. Okay. Um, but I would not um, personally. Mm-hmm. I would not rule out or 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 simply like look past that other individual either. Yeah, for yeah. a long term, for right. as a long term um, development opportunity. Yeah, someone you could pour into that's clearly been gifted by God, but they mm-hmm. just got some things that they haven't worked through yet. What well, we all have those things. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the thing too. Is that. No one's one hundred percent faithful with anything, right? You know yeah. I mean? So yeah, that's, I think that's an important point. You're, if you're trying to say, well, no one's ready, so no one can be raised up. Yeah, no one's ever going to be ready. Exactly. You you have to yeah. work toward developing people in in right. some sense. So yeah, you may not have somebody that's perfectly faithful, um, but they might just be immature and need to be raised up, need to be encouraged. If you're in the you know Christian context, discipled in the faith, uh, if you're in a business context, maybe it looks like doing some initiatives that, that kind of encourage faithfulness across the organization, um, that, that just kind of make that a, a highlighted factor that you're trying to develop in people. Yeah, 100%. I, you're looking for patterns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at this level. Like you're looking for, when you're, when you're talking about Identifying a leader doesn't matter if this is if this is ministry or business in, in this way. Uh, you're looking for patterns of, of faithfulness and mm-hmm. commitment. Yeah. You, you, and so, uh, is is everyone going to nail that all the time? No. Are there are people going to make mistakes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does that mean you should give up on them? No. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you should have uh, some type of way to identify, man. Who is re- that? Should be at the top of your list when considering who's ready to lead. If they're just uh, not up to speed from a character standpoint, you're just going to cause a lot of heartache. Yeah, and I think this too means that there need to be those small things that you can delegate, like yes. set up opportunities Absolutely. for people to show faithfulness. Yeah, it, it it's unfair to say, um, well, they're unfaithful if they've they've really been given nothing to be faithful with. Yeah, yeah, you know, 
Um, I mean, Jesus talks about being faithful with little and then mm-hmm. and then being trusted with much. Yeah. So you got to give them an opportunity to be faithful with little. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Uh, and and also be willing to if it's someone who is is struggling with that. Um, I think people should know if their lack of faithfulness is causing them to be overlooked for a leadership role. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's someone who's really gifted. Yeah. If it's someone who's you know they they're, they and and their performance is great. But there's just some glaring gaps in their character. Mm-hmm. Man, you owe it to yourself and that individual more yeah. so yeah. To, to say, man, let's talk about that. Like, yep. let's, man, you you are gifted, you are talented, but there's just some glaring holes that are keeping you from uh, fulfilling all God's called you to be. Yeah, as great. a leader. So, uh, number two, we move to fellowship, uh, and uh, this made up word is trying to is. <laughs> is uh, capturing uh, this reality. Yeah. Um, someone's ability to f- to lead will never rise higher than their ability to follow. Mm. So yeah. if someone is um, just, for whatever reason, unable to receive direction, to submit to leadership, yeah. to uh, follow someone else's vision, right. um, they, they're already showing traits and character that would mean they're going to be a problem to follow. And so those kind of leaders, typically, when they do get into positions of leadership, they just lead whoever they're leading off a cliff. Right. Uh, because they're anti-leadership in a way. Mm. And there's it's weird yeah. because there are anti-leadership leaders. Yeah. There are people, I guess, that get the position thinking that that will free them to accomplish their vision. Or their you know aim for whatever task or, or thing they're being put over. That's a you know that's a big thing for uh, me as far as leading the area in our church that I do. Um, there is a sense that putting being put as a leader over a group means that you are leading under the vision of the church's group ministry. Right. Right. That you're not being then set up to say, okay, this is your group, do as you please, lead it however you want to. You have to um, you know you're being set up as a leader who is submitting to the overall church vision, just like for me as well. Um, I, I'm on staff here, and so I, I should be leading the areas of influence I have with a thoughtfulness towards submission to the whole church vision. Yeah. So, so really there is a... Absolutely. To, to have leadership or to be in leadership, you have to also be in submission to the larger organizational vision. There, there's only one leader who exists who doesn't follow anyone, and that's God himself. Yeah. And so everyone else is a follower. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how high of a position you've attained yep. or or how uh, many people ans- you know, answer to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still, to, to quote the, the great theologian Bob Dylan, everybody's got to serve somebody. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah. And, and, so everyone, and, and so my point in, in bringing up fellowship when it comes to leadership is if someone's just unable or unwilling uh, to follow, they're showing character traits. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're actually showing a rebellious character trait. They're, they're actually not failing just to, to to follow the leadership that's been placed over them. They're failing to follow God, yeah. who has put that leadership over them. Mm-hmm. And this is that you know, submit to the authorities that have been, you know, that that, that type of yep. uh, of of issue here. So if there's, the, I, I feel like the first two faithfulness and fellowship, we're dealing with character issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the next layer and the next thing to look for uh, that uh, things start transitioning into more gifting. And competency, and uh, so number three is followed. Someone who is followed, um, 
the, John Maxwell had a great line. Uh, this was, uh, I can't remember the book, uh, but I, I remember hearing it as a, as a really young leader, mm. uh, and, it, and it really stuck to me. Uh, the, the one who uh, thinks he's leading and has no followers is like, what do you call that person? It's someone taking a walk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I butchered that, but that's, that's the gist. Right. That, it's okay. That, we, we followed you. We, <laughs> the, so, so the idea that, um, that you're leading and no one's following you is just yeah. like, you're, no, you're not, you're, yeah. you're not. Um, and, and, and so there's like a mystery to this a little bit, hmm. how this works. Like, uh, and it's also where I think leadership comes into giftedness. So when you're looking at your team, who are people that when they start talking, everyone else stops talking? Mm. You know, whether they're in leadership or not. Yeah. I mean, I say this all the time. Like some of the most influential people on a team are not in a leadership position. Yeah. Like That's that, true. It's not always like it's not one to one. Like you're you have a position, you have an authority, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're you hold a position of authority and you suddenly have all the influence in the room. That's yeah. not necessarily yeah, the case. The, the title gives you nothing. Really. And if you've ever hung out in a like traditional Baptist church in the South, mm. you you already know this. Yeah, like you already instinctively know yep. that it's not always the deacon board or the pastor who's got all of the sway and who has all the influence for better or for worse. So, um, when it comes to this particular trait, look for people that are already being followed without a position. Mm. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of counterintuitive in some ways, but like who ask yourself, like who is displaying natural influence in their context? Who is trusted? Yeah. Uh, who's respected? Uh, another one, like who's imitated in the room? Like hmm. who, it's interesting. Who's clearly shaping behaviors. It's, it's, it's kind of one of those, uh, uh, lead the difference in a thermostat and a thermometer, mm-hmm. you know, and leaders are called to be thermostats. Thermometers just measure the temperature of the room. And we all know yeah. like, those kind of leaders are kind of chameleons and they just kind of like blend in with whoever's there. And it's a uh, usually like a self-preservation tactic and yeah. uh, a way to blend in. Uh, and then there are leaders who they walk in the room and the room changes. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they actually adjust the temperature in the room. Everybody's down. They come in and the, the place perks up, you right. know, whatever it right. is. Like look for that like look for people who have that it might not be to that extent but mm-hmm. look for people who can can cheer up a room you know with their attitude or with their mindset or whatever they have something to give that room yeah. that changes the dynamics and and that's a really important piece of this followed piece yeah and, and so what are what are some practical things i mean obviously you said look for like those reactions but would you go so far as to like having conversations with people like who who do you trust like who do you how how would you go about identifying that in a person? Yeah, I I think that you need that any leader uh, needs to be very aware of the leadership dynamics you know on that team. Mm-hmm. So like who like one of your chief roles as a leader is to figure out like who how does this team work? Yeah, right. And so uh, and and this doesn't matter whether it's business or ministry. This this is this is the way God wired people. You need to understand the unique collection of people on your team and and who really does have that kind of sway through conversation. That's a great way. You know, you mentioned yeah. that, um, and, and it's it's something you pick up. I think uh, just by observing, um, by listening. You know, by listening to the people on the team and kind of mm-hmm. watching the interactions and 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 there are people who. Um, 
you know, in 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 our church in particular, that uh, man they can they can step into a situation and and really change the direction of it, regardless of they they don't have to lead that ministry. They just yeah. come in and kind of share a voice, and suddenly that thought triggers you know a, a new direction or whatever. Yeah, and so I think that's really important. But yeah, look, have conversations with your team. Um, understand the relational dynamics on the team. That's another thing. Um, typically, leaders who are followed are good relationship builders, and they're yeah. building they're building yeah. trust, they're building relationships. Uh, so, so look for that. But um, that's a really important piece. It's it's also really important to know that giving someone who's not being followed without a position, mm-hmm. like giving them a position, is not going to make them a leader. Right. Yep. Because I think we've all like, we, we've all been in scenarios where we're 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 reporting to a leader who was placed in a position mm-hmm. that that is that exceeds their their ability to lead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and we all know it. We all feel it. And we all sense it. Right. Um. And and what happened was at some point someone said, if we'll just give them a position, they'll they'll step up to they'll become something different. Yeah. And yeah. that's not the way leadership works. If you understand leadership as a positional thing. Uh, you'll you'll promote people who aren't followed. If you understand leadership, it's actually influence. Yes. Yeah. Then you'll be you'll be you'll just look for the influencers, and you'll try to place them in leadership roles. So look for the people on your team that are that are already being followed, and yeah. uh, and go from there. I think it goes back to this like this kind of you know analyzing analyzing takes time. Like oh, 100%. measuring these oh, things, yeah, looking yeah. for these things. Uh, this is what you know leads you away from the fast food options, right? The fast food leaders. Um, you you might need to take a while and watch someone, watch them as they yeah. interact with people, absolutely, you know, and invite them to perform a small function or role on a team, and just see how they interact, see how they lead. Um, take yeah. take more time, you'll end up with a potentially better product. No question. And I think yeah. a lot to that point, I think a lot of leaders throw people in leadership roles that were never followed anyway yeah. because it's the easier thing to do and they're they're not around to tell you that they're not followed. Yeah. So they're they're kind of disconnected from their team mm-hmm. and they go, ah, oh, they're kind of gifted. Put them in the leadership role. Yeah. And it's a disaster because they didn't know the relational dynamics of the team and then no one followed them. Yeah. And yeah. so uh so so that's a, a great way to avoid that. When you're looking for leaders, look for people who have influence and are already using it with a position or with without. Uh and then finally, number four is follow through. Uh leaders have to be able to complete task. Mm. I mean, that's just as simple and straightforward as possible. Uh, so when when you have someone who's constantly um, kind of they can even sometimes see the finish line yeah but they're just not they're never getting there they're never completing it they're mm-hmm. never really follow you know um, typically that doesn't that doesn't lead to good things at the leadership role once yeah. they're in a leadership position well and I think some of that too because I know I this is probably if we're looking at these as as far as where areas that leaders can need to continue growing. This is an area that I need to grow in, and I think it's because a lot of people. I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, no, I know, but I, I will. It's it's fine. Um, I'll follow through with uh, this. No, no it's. Hey, uh, I'm I'm here for it. I, I think uh, I think a lot of people are thrust into uh, into leadership positions with unresolved fears. So, oh, that's such a good point. So we throw yeah. people into positions, and then we think, oh, I'll just coach them along. Yep. Uh, well, maybe there's some preparation you could do on the front end, some encouragement you could give on the front end. To, to better prepare them to step into a position where they feel like they can follow through on the task yeah. without feeling like I'm going to be judged or I'm, it's not going to be high quality or, sure. um, you know, that's, that, I think that's where a lot of the people who don't follow through, uh, it happens because they're afraid of being judged for not being good enough. 
yeah. the fear of that. Uh, I've found people who struggle with follow through are just as typically they're 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 fearful of they're fearful of they're as fearful of success as they are failure. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just afraid of knowing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what the end result even looks like. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Typically. Um, and, and these are like, the thing is to, to a large extent, all of these are things that can be coached. They can all mm-hmm. be addressed. Yeah. Uh, they're just things that can be ignored is, is the issue. And so there are things to look for, uh, in a particular leader, man, look for people who make commitments and stick by them. I mean, we're not just talking about yeah. completing projects. We're yeah. talking about, you know what, I'm going to do this and you can bank on me doing it. That's an example of follow through. Yeah, like their their word is is gold. Like they're they're mm-hmm. there for um, completing what they set out to do and what they tell you they're going to do. So um, all these areas, faithfulness, and look for people who are being faithful in whatever small things that they've been entrusted. Followship. Look for people who are. Uh, gladly uh, following the leadership God's placed over them. Uh, look for people who are followed. Look for mm-hmm. people who are exerting influence in whatever capacity they, they are in. And then finally, look for people who are following through on what uh, what they've said they're going to do. And I, I think this, this particular list, it's not exhaustive. There's so many other things to look for when identifying leaders. But hopefully this is a, a helpful resource as you build out your team. Mm-hmm. Hey, leader, embrace. God has entrusted this to you. Uh, with growth comes this responsibility. It's okay. Get comfortable in this mode uh, of identifying leaders. Build it habitually into how you lead, and uh, and you'll see God do huge things uh, on your teams. So uh, that's it for this episode of Leadership on Mission. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Please leave a helpful uh, review. Share this with some friends. Follow through. Uh, on follow that. through. <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll see you next time.